Is Elon Musk about to pump crypto? We break down all the fallout from Elon's Twitter purchase. Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. The Bean Pod is presented by Dowmaker, the top crypto launchpad in the industry. Dowmaker allows people to participate in top crypto projects before they launch and generate some of the best returns you can find anywhere. They also provide growth solutions for crypto projects that are looking for funding and assistance with marketing. With their revolutionary new public strongholder offerings, everyone can get early access to top crypto projects regardless of their net worth. Dowmaker is rapidly disrupting the venture capital industry. If you're interested, head over to dowmaker.com to learn more. This episode of The Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to talk about Elon Musk's recent purchase of Twitter, how it's going to affect crypto, Dogecoin, Tesla, the whole bit. Elon is a very powerful man, and there's going to be some mega implications for Dogecoin, Tesla, Twitter, and potentially something else, but we'll reveal that at the end of the video. Yeah, yeah. We, got some, we got some potentially secret things because let's be real. One of the, the richest man in the world just bought one of the biggest social networks in the world. He owns Tesla. He owns Neuralink. He owns the boring company. There's going to be fallout for crypto, for other companies. So as an investor, in, if you're an investor in stocks or crypto, you need to listen to this episode because there's huge implications of this. Absolutely. And it just seems as though anything that Elon does nowadays gets magnified. Like Twitter, if, I don't know. It feels like Twitter's getting bigger. It seems like his following's getting bigger. I remember following him on Twitter, you know, a few months back and he had like 50 million. Now he has like 90 million followers. Right. So his, his influence is becoming larger and larger and larger. So there's been some drawback. There's been some hate, I guess, of having another billionaire controlling another social media platform. We already have Zuckerberg with Facebook. Uh, we have Bezos with, you know, the Washington Post. Right. So, and there's, you know, other platforms, obviously. But when you get these billionaires in these positions of controlling social influence, there's people in power who don't necessarily like that. Like the Democrats, for example. For right? sure. So it's, it's a testy subject. So the three main things we're going to talk about today, how is this going to impact Twitter as a user, as an investment opportunity, all the things that are on it? How is this going to impact Tesla? But I think let's start with what everyone really wants to know. How is this going to impact crypto and Dogecoin specifically, Dogecoin. right? Yeah, so yeah. we know Elon owns Bitcoin. We know Elon owns Ethereum. And we know he is the number one proponent and probably the largest owner of Dogecoin. So how is, how is Dogecoin, is Dogecoin going to be inter integrated into Twitter? Is it a good investment right now? Like, what do you think? I, well, I mean, he's already talked about integrating it into the charging stations for Tesla, um, you know, holding on his balance sheets. It's a relatively good... I mean, I know it started off as a meme coin, but when you actually look at the technology of Doge, Dogecoin, it's actually relatively environmentally friendly. It's quick. It's secure. It has a lot of really, I think it just has that attachment of the dog to it. So it's kind of like, meh. Yeah, shitty. coin has dog, right? Yeah, coin has dog, go yeah, up. Yeah. And, you know, it had that massive run and run from like zero cents to 64 cents. Mm. It's now trading around 13 cents. But if he integrates it into Twitter, and it's now being used amongst content creators for tipping or, you know, 
Who knows how he's going to integrate Tesla into this at some point. But that will give Dogecoin a ton of value. I mean, you're going to have 350 million, I think it's 350 million users on Twitter yep. who are now going to have access to Dogecoin and potentially no other coin. Right. So currently the way that crypto is in starting to be integrated into Twitter is you can put your NFTs as your profile pictures. You can tip creators in Bitcoin. Um, you know, if you're a creator, you can um, change your profile so people can give you tips because they like your content so much, right? And then I think, you know, what they've hinted at is once they take the company private and they don't have the shareholders and the board, you know, trying to get them to monetize, they're going to take away ads, that kind of stuff. It could potentially move to a subscription model or a hybrid subscription model. So there, you pay a subscription to get X things, better content, right. blah, blah, blah. And if that happens, I can guarantee you payment in Dogecoin will be an option. And just that alone, not people don't necessarily have to use the Dogecoin to increase its value. It's, it's as you just said, it's the exposure to 350 million people that might not have known a lot about Dogecoin that will pump the price naturally. And even just that as a, as a press release, Dogecoin integrated as tipping on or uh, payment for subscriptions on Twitter. That alone could ignite a huge bull run for Dogecoin. So on the surface, it could be a good play right now, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because so Musk, Elon Musk had a chance to review Twitter's financial performances and he came out and said, I don't care about the economics at all and just didn't even look at it. That's right. So he must be looking towards, he must be looking towards something with Dogecoin in the future and how it can be used. And what if he made it the only way of, like what if he brought people into crypto by saying, sorry, there's no fiat aspects to Twitter. It's like, you literally only have to use Dogecoin. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Well, not with him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Jack Dorsey, you know, Elon and Musk are becoming chummier by the day. He's a huge Bitcoin guy. He's a Bitcoin maxi, really. <clears throat> so I could see them making crypto, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, the staple currency of Twitter going forward. And if there is a tipping and subscription model, that's going to be huge. They're already making, and Twitter already, I think, has the potential to become a huge NFT platform. You know, you can display your NFTs on it right now, but I could see them integrating some sort of, what if you could mint or drop or trade NFTs on Twitter? Why not, right? Mm. These guys love crypto. They love NFTs. They see the future. They know where things are going. And that's an opportunity for Twitter to make money without ads. Yeah. You know, Elon Musk bought it on this, you know, the number one reason is because he wants to bring free speech back to America, right? So that's right. why he doesn't give a fuck about the money. Yeah. He has enough money. He doesn't really need to monetize Twitter. He just wants it to be a good platform with his version of free speech, whether that's right or wrong. We're not debating that today. But in terms of crypto, there's a huge opportunity for the market, all of crypto, not just Dogecoin, Bitcoin, and Ethereum. Of course. The entire crypto market can benefit and I think will benefit from a crypto enthusiast buying the social media platform. We already have Meta, Facebook. They're moving into that space with the metaverse and crypto. So now it's like we have all the social networks moving towards crypto. So from a macro perspective, you take a look back and I think this is all good news. Yeah, I mean, when you have a quarter of a billion people now getting exposure to it um, and how easy it is for somebody to implement it, it's really, I think it's really going to show the institutions, you know, how powerful this crypto is, the, the blockchain technology actually is. Yeah. So let's, let's let's go ahead and just call this a bullish event for crypto for sure. A hundred percent. The only, one that, only other one I want to mention, and we've, we've talked about this privately, is uh, Ethereum name service, ENS. So one of the ex, I think he's ex-employee of Twitter. Maybe he's still employee of Twitter. Anyway, he posted something right when Elon bought it saying, this is what we should do. This is his action plan. 
he then deleted the tweet and he re-uploaded the tweet. It was controversial. And in one of the things he said, integrate ENS into Twitter. So Ethereum name services, if you use Twitter, you'll know, you'll see people's usernames. It'll be like, you know, niftyinvestor.eth, jollygreeninvestor.eth. Those are domain names on Ethereum. So people are already making these usernames. Which allow you to act, which allow you to uh, operate within the Web3 ecosystem. Yeah, it's like a gateway to yeah. NFTs, Ethereum. So if they, if they actually integrate that into a Twitter, that would be massive for Ethereum name service, which is already a pretty mid small cap coin. And it's seen a run since that tweet. Mm-hmm. I picked up some like just after you brought to my attention and it's already up like 30, 40% from there. Could go on a huge run. It's already spiked. Don't chase green candles, but check out Ethereum name service for yeah. sure. I actually just picked up my domain the other day. Yeah? Yeah. I'm a nifty investor. How much is it? <laughs> it was like 60 bucks. Yeah, nice. I got for two years. Perfect. You know, just I'm like, try it out, test it. And I'll uh, start playing around with it a little bit more here. Let's go, baby. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Tesla. So what is the fallout? So the fallout for Tesla actually was negative right away. So yeah, he had to sell what? To finance a loan? $8 billion? He had to sell $8.4 billion worth of Tesla shares. That's a lot of shares. So how did that impact the Tesla price? Went down. Went down a bit, right? And then there's also the fact that people are concerned if he owns a social media platform, he's probably going to be spending more time on Twitter than he will be on his car manufacturing. He also has a solar pen, the solar panel business tied into all that. So where's his attention going to go? Um, so there, there was a little bit of fear in the market from that perspective. Big time. I mean, if you look at it, Elon Musk already started, he runs Tesla, he runs SpaceX, he runs the boring company, he runs Neuralink, and now he runs Twitter. The addition of one more company to his family of companies, <laughs> I think it's being a bit overblown because he oversees the companies. That's not like he's writing code for Twitter, yeah, yeah. right? So, you know, as the CEO or founder of a company, you're not doing the dirty work. You're not doing the day-to-day. You're overseeing the high-level direction. And for someone like Elon Musk, who works 26 hours a day and sleeps 0.1 hours, you know, this guy does not sleep. <laughs> yeah. I think that's overblown. I think if anything, it's a buying opportunity for Tesla. Well, it was on the, on the Tuesday that they, the purchase was announced, $125 billion of market value was wiped off Tesla. It's still trading $300 below its all-time high. Right. Which is, we're still, in a, we're still, we still could, and as he's demonstrated, and as the market has demonstrated, the Tesla stock just keeps going up. Yeah. Tesla is one of my bigger stock positions. And if anything, I would add more right now. I think it's a buying opportunity. And as you spoke to earlier today, there could be opportunities to integrate somehow Twitter and Tesla. You have a $350 million, uh, 350 million person market now. Who could- Sorry, I had to, there, there's 206 million active accounts okay. on Twitter. So I think it was like 300 million right. accounts, yeah. but it's the activity. So if a few hundred yeah. million users, it's yeah. growing. How can they market Tesla towards those users? Is there an integration? Is Twitter going to be the platform of Tesla? You know, there's, he's going to think of some creative ways to link his businesses. I, that's how I'm viewing this. I'm, I'm like, man, this is so bullish for uh, Tesla. This is so bullish for any other company that he's running because you don't know how he's now going to integrate. Uh, you know, what if you could be in your little Tesla car and Twitter is like the main thing in there and that's how you get your news updates in the morning or, or I don't know, the little robots he's creating or it's yeah. going to take all that information from what's happening on Twitter. I don't know. There's a lot that can happen. I, I view it as a, a, a huge pro and especially with the way this guy's mind works. You never know what he's going to do when he ha- now that he has access to this social media platform with 200 plus million people on it. I would be excited as a stockholder of Tesla. For sure. He now has access to one of the biggest social media networks and biggest news platforms in the world. He owns it. 
And I think this, this can only benefit his other businesses. So when I see a drop in the value of his main business other than Twitter, I'm calling it a buying opportunity. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. So right. what else do we have here? We have, so we've talked about Dogecoin. Bullish. Uh, we've talked about Tesla. Bullish. So now we got to talk about what happens to anybody who holds Twitter. Right. So, so it's, it's, he's taking it private, right? It's going private. So they buy out, you get cashed out at, he bought it for 44 billion. So what? You get $54.20 per share. Right. If the purchase is approved and it, go, and it goes through. Right. So that'll take some time. Um, so as an investor, I guess that's a pretty decent outcome because if you look at the Twitter stock chart since the IPO, it's basically been a, been a flat line. It has been a disappointment of a social network when you see what, what Facebook shares have done. Even Snapchat's had a few up and downs, but Twitter, man, it's just, it's boring. And so it's sitting at, what is it sitting at right now? It's sitting at $49. So it's still a $5 increase for anybody who's a shareholder at the time of right. purchase. Um, I'm not sure. There's also the the risk that this doesn't go through. For sure. I think. So anybody who is a Twitter holder, you have to understand that just because this bio has, you know, it hasn't happened yet. It still has to be approved. It has still has to all go through. And right now there's some regulation, regulators, Congress, they're trying to slow this up because they're afraid. I think they're like afraid of, another, again, like we said at the beginning, another billionaire controlling a social media platform. Definitely. So from what I've seen, the SEC and the Democrats are trying to slow down the deal right now. Right. They're putting, some, they're putting some hurdles in front of what could occur. I could see it being dragged up for sure. There's yeah. a lot of people that don't like Elon Musk. There's a lot of people that, as you said, don't want these billionaires controlling the platforms. I do think it will go through at the end of the day. I think there's a lot of people pushing for it, including a lot of the big wigs back at Twitter. They chose Elon, right? I've seen a lot of this happening. Like they, ch they chose Elon for a reason because they weren't happy with the direction of the company and they wanted to sell it to someone that would ensure the future of Twitter is in good hands, right? Because the board, I guess the dynamic between the board, Jack Dorsey, the shareholders, you know, it was a circle of nothing. Nothing was happening. The, ch the platform hasn't changed for 10 years. Yeah. The thing's just, it's being wasted, right? It has so much potential, as Elon said. So I think it will go through. And I think he's got some big plans. So other than an investment perspective on Twitter, you know, I'm sure a lot of our viewers, we use it every day, right? So how is it going to change? How do you think it's going to change? For me... Well, I think he's bringing in the edit button, right? That's one of the first Thank things. Thank God. Because, man, I have a small form of dyslexia and I'll like <laughs> tweet something like, what the hell did I just write? Yeah. Like, I, well, why did I use the same word twice? Like type of thing. So, so I think the edit button's going to come in. <laughs> um, I've heard rumors of encrypted DMs. So yep. like, I think, you know, you can use that feature in like Telegram, that kind of stuff. So I think the messaging is, I don't really use Twitter DMs a lot, but I think he's, they're going to bring that in a little bit more. It's, it's pretty shitty. Yeah. I think they can improve that and make it a lot more secure. Yeah. Uh, one of the big things is get rid of the spammers and the bots. That's one of the huge things Elon tweets about it all the time. He's like, how to get rid of these spammers and the bots. You know, we'll tweet something and right away there's four guys commenting on it. Like, the, you know, the jolly the jolly grand investor, you know, DM me for crypto tips. Yeah. You got to get rid of those spam bots, right? Or maybe how hard it is to currently get verified. You know, you should just be able to prove that you're the right person. And then that way we can get rid of these spam bots. Like, you are the jolly green investor. He, he talked about that. He said we can we can put in a a system where if you are a human and you just do a K, like, you know, put your face yeah. or whatever, you're verified. Exactly. It's not a fucking go through all these hurdles to get verified. They, they make it impossible. Yeah. Like I don't understand that. It's like you know, I kind of see that badge as like a badge of honor. Like you've just got knighted. Yeah. On Twitter, it's like all right, I made it. But in real, in all actuality, it should just be proving that you are who you say you are. 
for sure. Right. One of the things that I think they could do, which would fundamentally change the, the platform from where it is now for pros and cons each way is take it to a subscription model. Well, they do have, they do have that. Yeah. But okay. this is like a different, this is getting rid of ads completely. And the way that I've heard it, uh, like a rumor of how they would do it is the users pay a small amount to, to read the content. But as a creators, you actually pay because, you know, if you're, if we're running ads or competitions, you know, you are benefiting as the creator. So if you have a big following, you should actually pay to keep that following. Mm. And I bet you creators would pay. Right. People that are, you know, if you have 2 million followers on Twitter, that is your entire business. So it's like if you host a store on Amazon, Amazon Web Services, right? You pay to host. Right. This way you're paying to have your account on Twitter. And I guarantee you 95% of creators would stay. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's interesting because I have used Twitter Blue. It's a, it was like 300, sorry, $3.49 per month. Yep. It was such a piece of shit. It did, it did nothing. Like yeah. I got rid of it after a month. I'm like, all you can, the main feature is like you could undo a tweet. Like okay. after, it would give you like 30 seconds to like undo it or something. Undo. Like, can you just delete a tweet? No, like, so it's there. And then it would like this little green circle, like count down before it actually got published. So you right. can like, gives you a chance to read oh, it over. Okay. And that was like the main feature. I was like, why am I going to pay three bucks a month for this? Like, like when you send an email and you can, there's like a minute to undo yeah, the email. You have a minute to, right. yeah. So pay that's three bucks a month for that? Yeah. I was like, man, this is, I'm not really getting much out of my subscription. But you yeah. talk about this, the, this, let's tie it back into crypto again. Uh, project that we've talked about a bunch deso protocol right that, that that's the exact same thing that you just said it's like the, every time you tweet or every time you need to um get information it, it costs you a little bit of money yeah that's but that's true. how you can fund the that's how you can fund the platform i think that's another thing we should talk about briefly at the end of this episode here is the impact this might have on decentralized social networks right because i know there was a lot of calls for decentralized social as this was happening and we made videos about it and people were really into it um was it the Coinbase founder said we need decentralized social networks? Yeah, yeah. Um, the FTX you know, guy. FTX guy. Even Jack Dorsey was talking about it. He said maybe that the technology isn't there yet, you know. But we know because we've done so much research into DSO, it's the decentralized social blockchain. You can build decentralized social media right on this coin. That's why we've been saying this thing could have a huge run because it ha- the technology is there. Like they built it, it, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm fast because, you know, it's a relative, it's a top 200 top 250 project, yep. decent sized market cap, Coinbase venture backed, Winklevoss twin backed, Sequoia backed. Like, and just because something's backed doesn't mean it's not decentralized. Yeah. It's the coding that makes it decentralized thereafter. Right. Something can be backed. Um, but yeah, it's like that technology is there. I'm like, why are these guys not waking up to potentially even looking at it? There's already 200 apps, 200 different dApps already built on this platform. Yeah. I've used it, the diamond dApp. Yeah. And it's, it's quite, it's quite good. Pretty good. So I think I, it's definitely a name to watch. Deso. I would definitely keep my eyes on that one. And, you know, just because this is all happening now and they haven't transitioned yet, you know, I made, we made these videos. They got like a million views. Yeah. And people are like, oh, they didn't transfer to that uh, project you're talking two about. Two days later. That was two weeks ago. Like, yeah. chill the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. People have no patience, right? <laughs> now, going back to patience, <clears throat> overall, this episode, I think long term, be patient because the deal has to go through yet. And then they have to make the changes. But I think this is long-term extremely bullish for crypto, Dogecoin, NFTs, Tesla stock. Twitter as a platform, it's going to probably undergo some changes. But if from an investment thesis, you just go from what the macro overall view of the person who bought the platform is. He likes crypto. Crypto bullish. Yeah. He already has Tesla. 
I think Tesla bullish, especially given the price decrease, right? So and everything that Tesla is tied to, right? Yep. And he did tweet that Doge is the currency of the future. Yeah, he, um, he's dropping. I, he's so dropping. pay attention out there, folks. Pay attention. There's, a, there's a lot to pay attention to. We'll, we'll get you covered. So make sure you guys keep tuning into these episodes. Subscribe, like, comment, anything you guys want to hear, we'll cover it. And uh, what? Tune into the next episode. That one's gonna be a fucking banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeamPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeamPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.